God does not force anyone against their will. In his great goodness and long-suffering toward mankind, God draws and implores us toward his way so that he, according to his own laws, can pour out his riches of goodness over us. The question is, do you want to be one of these people? Well, bless the Lord. You know, all this month, I've been talking with you and sharing on the podcast about integrity and how you have to pray and then you'll see the blessings from prayer and you'll begin to walk in integrity and how you take the first step and how it will change and transform your heart and uh, all of this. Well, you know what? I want to add to that this month as we close it out to just say to you that God's goodness pursues you. And I want to share that because God never promises us an easy life, but he promises to carry us through every circumstance. I was just speaking with my staff and sharing, and we were discussing and talking about how many times that there are those when you hear about integrity, it's not an easy thing to do when you think about the failures and you think about the flaws. And yes, yes, but you know what? God never promised it would be easy, but he promises to carry us through every circumstance. And when you do that, oh my God, you come out with a life of experience, just like King David. He once declared about God, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. And as I did my study on that, I found out that David was old when he wrote this Psalm 23. He'd gone through much hurt, much pain, much heart transformation, so many things, and integrity, and growing in obedience to the Lord, all of this. He declared this in Psalms 23 and 6. David knew as well as anyone that bad things happen to good people. But look how David said only God's goodness would pursue him. No matter how bad or evil or difficult things can seem, God will work them out for good. It's one of God's great promises that he's given to us. Oh, yes. When you believe him. Oh, yes. Everything that happens to you. Everything that happens is working for your good. If you love God and are fitting into his plans. Romans 8 and 28. If you are a believer, the Bible says God works all things together for good. Not that all things are good, but God is working all things together for good. There is no difficulty, there's no dilemma, there's no defeat or disaster in the life of a believer that God can't ultimately redeem for his good purpose. Along with God's goodness, his unfailing love follows you throughout life as well. King David says, it pursues us. (laughs) Surely, I love that. Surely, surely, verily, verily. I mean, that's a guarantee. Glory to God. So instead of entering into the future with a question mark, You can do it with an exclamation point. God will be with you no matter what happens. He will keep you even on the difficult days. You can be sure God's goodness will provide and protect. God's unfailing love will pardon and forgive. God's goodness will supply. God's mercy will soothe. God's goodness will help. God's mercy will heal. You know what? Picture a parent following a little child around and picking up after them. When we're struggling with hurts, when we're struggling with habits and hangups, God is coming right alongside us, helping to pick us up out of our messes and comforting us with his unfailing love. Nothing can take that away from you. 
There's no failure big enough to derail what God wants to do in your life. God's mercy will never leave you. God is with you and he is for you. That's a powerful promise to lean on. (laughs) So know that God's goodness comes from his nature, not our worthiness. No, that's why he said, surely goodness and mercy is going to follow me all the days of my life. Surely denotes a fact as certain as it is comforting. Too good to be true? Nope. God is much too good not to be true. He is good. As good as we're capable of imagining him to be. The only good person in the world. God. Also, God's love comes from his character, not our virtue. The Psalms are filled with affirmation of God's love for us. Psalms 13 and 5, 31 and 7, 86 and 5, 136, 25 times. We see it in Psalms talking about God's love, affirming it in our lives that it is the character of God. See, goodness is a character of God. His love is character of God, not our virtue. Then in Psalms 23, David writes, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. That's the NIV translation. David's words for God's tender affection is a term used in the ancient world to mean love that flows out of a deep emotion rather than duty. Mm, I, I grasp that. It's a kind and gentle love that quaint old word loving kindness may still be the best transition of all but however it is defined i and you don't deserve it god's nature is to love sacrificially selflessly extravagantly i have a message i preached about the extravagant love of god beyond your wildest expectations Never was this truth more magnificently portrayed at the old rugged cross by his sinless son dying on behalf of sinful humanity, giving us the opportunity of salvation and eternal life. That which we do not deserve, but that is just like God's love, stimulated by his character, not by our virtue. Glory to God. The secret The secret to all of this is to come to Christ and become a new creation in him. Let old things pass away and all become new. There in Christ Jesus, God has stored his goodness like a precious treasure in life's tasks that are prepared for me and for you. It's stored there. We don't even understand goodness. We don't know how to be good. We don't know how to walk in integrity. Not unless we make an exchange. (laughs) Our nature for the nature of Christ. That means that by walking in the works that God has prepared for you and me. And thereby serving God in a simple faithfulness and love to him. A person can experience the boundless riches of God's grace and goodness toward them. Toward you, toward me. (laughs) I experience what David says in Psalms 23 and 6. What about you? Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. (laughs) And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Lord, have mercy forever. The goodness of God shall follow me. Salah. Think about that. The goodness of God. Mm-hmm. The goodness of God. The goodness of God is one of the attributes of God, as well as a description of his essence. God 
by nature is inherently good. Oh, God. Psalms 34 and 8. Lord have mercy. It said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. He is the foundation of goodness and of everything good. He did not obtain it from another source. Mm. People can have good traits or do good deeds. But goodness is not in our character. Our goodness comes from God. (laughs) There's no good in us. It comes from God. Make the exchange. Goodness of God. What? What does it do? Well, let me tell you what it does. The goodness of God is evident in all his creations and accomplishments. Genesis 1 and 31 says, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. (laughs) We can't earn it. We don't merit his goodness. It is available to us regardless of our station in life, even though we're not worthy of it. Matthew 5 and 45 says, he causes his son to rise, S-O-S-U-N, to rise on the evil and the good. And sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. And then we read in Psalms 145 and verse 9. That the Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. Oh my God. I'm opening the gate on up. I'm opening on up. Opening it up. Come on in. Come on in. God's goodness is personal. There's a lyric to uh, an old chorus that says God is so good. He's so good to me. We can all sing this song because he is good to each of us personally in ways that meet our individual needs. His goodness provides us with benefits. Oh, yes. Every day. Uh Uh-huh. His benefits just loads us up with them. So God's goodness is the core of our Christian faith. It is because of his desire for our good that he provided salvation through his son. Everything God does is for our good. We can see proof of the goodness of God all around us in the life-sustaining provisions he supplies. From crops that provide our food to the very air we breathe. We can have goodness in us and even desire to do good. But true goodness comes from the one who is perfectly good and wants good things for all people. Our goal should be to show the goodness of God to others every day. So I said to you, What's your response today? Decide to follow Jesus. Decide to be a follower of him. Why am I saying that? Because I know at this station of my life, I look back and I see the goodness of God. No, it hasn't always been easy. But you know what? God has been right there through it all. And I can say to you, surely, surely, God will be right there through everything that you're going through, every circumstance. Glory to God. The promises from God will carry you through every circumstance and situation and you will say as David surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever Psalms 23 and 6 well my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live This is Dash, and I am Carol Dixon. Did you miss a Dash episode recently? If so, we have you covered. You can get all of the previous Dash teachings on your podcast platform right now. It's a great opportunity to not only catch up on what you've missed, but also share the teaching with others who need to hear it. Every message gives you the opportunity to share through your favorite social media channel, email, or text. It's a valuable way to let your friends and family know what God is teaching you through Dash with Carol Dixon. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carol Dixon and Dash, go to our website at caroldixon.com. 
www.thepurposeofgodchurch.net.